2: Hey! We're off to what? a hell of a start today, guys. Why
3: aren't we doing the show outside today? It's a beautiful it day. It is a beautiful day. What a gorgeous day. I had sunglasses yeah. on. I
0: had the sunroof open. Hell it yeah. It felt like June. It's like, it's like 40 me. degrees. Well, then it
2: got ruined when we got in here when Mikey McNugget said he could beat Shaq in a 101 game to 100.
1: I could. You didn't say that. No, I did. did. And, I and Bo, before I explain, because I have to answer Tyvis. <laughs> will you defend my stance, What you did before I went to the bathroom? I have to answer Tyvus for tomorrow. Go. Okay, go
2: ahead. Wait. Oh, defend your stance? Oh, I see. I he's think just going to drive by every time. I thought he time. wanted me to text Tyvus. So no, point, I'm texting Tyvus. You defend it, me real His quick. point is that Shaq is in such bad shape. No, he's not. not he, can't, he can't move. Not yeah, anymore. but he's – I mean, he looks better now no, than yeah, he did yeah. even he, six months he's ago. He's lost
3: I'm like 100 times. But,
2: but he'll never be able to keep up with Mikey. He, he, Mikey's he like a little mosquito out there. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, if they played a game to 21 or whatever, even 50, Shaq would kick his ass. But then eventually, to get to 100, Shaq's in such bad shape, <laughs> it's he, a would wear, he would wear out and like fall apart physically. Yeah. And, and I said to Mike, that Shaq would just back him down.
1: Time yeah. and time oh, every again. time, he and would
2: just lean over him
3: and, and dunk. dunk. Yeah.
2: The question is, could you
3: score every time? Because he's going to. Right.
1: Well, I'm hoping like Shaq would beat me to 50, and in a game to 100, he it's the sprint to 50. He would get to 50 first. However, <laughs> eventually. And I've seen Shaq move in these TNT things. It's, it's not pretty. Shaq's either going to have to give me an open jump shot, which from that wide open, I shoot pretty damn high percentage, or I'm going right. to drive right by Shaq and get a layup. Right. And to 100, I think my stamina would be a much-needed advantage. See, I just and eventually don't... Shaq would get tired, just dribble off his foot. A few turnovers, I'd beat Shaq uh, 100 to like 92. Mike just,
2: Mike thinks he can drive around Shaq. I know Shaq is not in great shape. No, you're not driving around Shaq. You're not driving around You better be shooting here. threes. Are yeah, you, you're gonna you have to make threes, threes Which to is his what twos. what I do. Yeah, you have to make
0: threes to his twos. You know because, how
2: far ahead of him you'd have to get for him not to block your shot if you were driving to the basket?
0: You like could, he'd have to fall I'm down. You could play to five hundred, and he's going to score every time. You're not going to stop him. No, you have to make threes to and his then, twos. And then you
4: got to take you got to take into a fact that like it's like it's grown man pride, and I'm a Hall of Famer, and I don't know who you are. Type <laughs> deal. At some point, but he might also, just break
1: his leg. Yeah, listen, sure there's no wins. there's no breaks. Like, there's no water breaks. He right. can't do an icy hot break. What happens? Like, what, Shaq, it's 0 to 100. Honestly, Mike,
2: he, I don't think you could last to 100. I think you'd get injured by yeah. him being physical with you. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: if he turns it he's on. He's, like, 200 pounds more than you. Two. That means I didn't lose, though. It's a DN, DNF. Did not finish.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> no that's a loss. That's an <laughs> that's L. L. Is if that, like, like, an like, an honorable discharge?
3: <laughs> Why don't we let Bulls bet of the day... <laughs> Be on who would win that. <laughs> I'll
1: talk to the Betjack people. I do think
3: you should reach out to Shaq on social media or on the TNT page, perhaps, and challenge him. Say, let's go, big fella. Let's do this. Next time mm-hmm. he's
1: in Cleveland, I will. Uh, right. We do have some other business. I, I do need your guys' advice on something. Yeah. yeah. So this is way off topic, but I, I honestly need your guys' advice as people more mature than me. There's a new neighbor in my apartment complex. That's not so much. Yeah, right. right next to me. Yeah. And I wake up at 7 o'clock every morning. Yeah. I'm a light sleeper. My alarm goes off. I'm up. Well, the person who moved next to me's alarm goes off at 6.30 in the morning. Hmm. And it doesn't just ring once or twice or three times or four times. It goes for about 15 minutes till I literally smash the wall. And then they have the common courtesy to turn it off.
2: And by that this point, happened, at 6.45, you got to get up anyway.
1: But yeah, at that point, there's no point in going back. And I wake up at 6.30. I'm like, please turn it off. Please turn it off. Please. They don't. And literally. How long has this been going on? They moved in last week. So Monday. It happened Saturday as well. So Saturday morning at 6.30, I got woken up wow. by the alarm from the door next to me. And it, it only stopped because I literally banged on the wall. And eventually they were like, oh, maybe someone else is being affected Have you by met this
3: person? No. I so would say. I would, what do I do? You knock on his door. and Or you, her. We don't know it's a guy. Could uh, be yeah. knock on politely. their door and you politely say, we all have our own times of day that we need to get up. I set my alarm at the time I need to get up, and I don't let it go off for 15 minutes, and that's There's primarily no
2: excuse for that for
3: me, but it's also a courtesy to the person that lives in these paper-thin walls What, next what to Mike me. is worried just, about... Just talk it out.
2: What Mike is worried about is that if it goes poorly with that interaction, then he's in a weird spot. Yes. And is. I said, then yeah. you start... Well, he's already
3: in a weird spot. You know why? The guy already has labeled Mike a, a D. Right. Automatically. Mm. It's like, bro, Chill. I'll get my alarm in a second. And yeah. he's over there pounding on
2: the wall. Now, there's no excuse. The guy is wrong. There's the no guy's excuse. wrong. but There's no excuse. If you're living in community living like this, where somebody's right next door to you, you can't be letting your alarm go off for 15 no. minutes. Buy that's a house if excusable. you want to do that. Yes. Exactly. I
0: do that every morning. It
2: goes off for but 20 you minutes. A house. Now so you <laughs> you're only annoying <laughs> your wife. Yes, And that's it. And you, uh, uh, you have other ways to annoy your wife anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the other problem. Yeah. He knocks on the door and a bombshell opens the door. Even better. No, then Mikey's like, never mind. You can let that go no, as name long as, as you no, want.
1: Bombshell opens the door. I go, what's up? <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey
2: man, Yeah, that's not too creepy. No. Like,
4: here's the way. He it said works. I
1: go soft.
4: It's the way we works with bombshells. You gotta be even more tough with bombshells. Hey man, listen, you look nice and all, but you want to turn that alarm off? You messing my whole flow up, bro? You you too pretty to be out here messing the game up right now. You know that's a party foul. What's going on, bombshell? Give and it a shot. It, knock if out it on the it doesn't door later, later to tonight.
2: tonight. Then you dump mice in their apartment. <laughs> you break their heating system. You <laughs> got to do whatever you all all do. All kinds of things you could or, do.
4: Or you could go to Javarez-Quintenton to, to and you're not what? bringing a gun to the door, Jay. I, I, not, listen, I just said you could can, can put them on About the table. About that alarm. Hey, look, <laughs> you put them right there on the table, right there on the outside little patio deck. Or you
2: invite three of your black friends to come over. <laughs> <laughs> I think G-Bush should take care of this. But what if the part, what if the neighbor's black? Dang black what he's What if there. I had what if I had <laughs> G,
1: Timus, and Brad knocking the door for him? That
2: would be so
3: epic, we would need to get that on tape.
0: Well, I was wondering if you could bring like bring like Ultimate Cleveland t-shirts, bring them some swag. It's yeah, a go. peace offering. That's Send a good
3: look. idea. Uh, I'm I'm uh TV's Mikey McNuggets. <laughs> I'd like to offer a little peace offering here. Um, here's a, sh- uh, a couple of these shirts. Please turn off your alarm at 630 when yeah. it goes off the first time. Dang, Please.
1: Or... Because it is, it is... I'm not crazy. It is common courtesy. Like, it... No, yeah, absolutely. It is pretty rude. They're whoever 1,000% whoever
3: wrong. Yeah, and okay. you know what? In all likelihood... Well, now they do know because you banged on the wall. So, the first time I could see them, you know, uh, yeah. we slipped up. But after day two and day three of you pounding on the wall...
2: That's many, an issue. How many times have you pounded on the wall at this point? Every
1: Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not Sunday, Monday. So you pounded on the every wall day? every day? Yes. So and it was the hint, hit the wall. obviously. Bro, you're let, you've let this go way too you long. Have I, let well, it go I too wanted long. to talk about you guys first, and then some things came up, and then I just forgot about this it. This is a Chinese spy balloon, bro.
3: You got to blast this thing out of the sky. Now. Right. I'm going to knock on the door this afternoon.
1: All right. There you go. I and will. then we want an update tomorrow morning. And also for the people in the YouTube chat, if you have an idea of how to deal with this, we're going to do it for what the internet says later in the show. So give us All your right. best problem solutions here and we will Or you can just adjust
0: and just be a pansy and just start getting up at 6.30. Yeah. What's I mean, a that's half another, hour? That's
1: another alternative. What's a
0: half hour? Just get up a half hour early.
1: Well, you only or three you hours can do this, Mike. Mike. Half hour big. But why why not do bed this? bed at 3.30, huh? No, I just don't sleep. You
2: want or to make a point? get up at 6 a.m. for the next week and let your alarm go for 30 minutes. That's a great plan. That's That's the passive-aggressive tip right there. Just (laughs) turn that – and you know what? Put it
3: right against the wall. Yeah, and leave. Or oh, the, hook it up to an external subwoofer speaker. Highest volume turned all the way Just up. Just crank it. That's crazy. <laughs> that would be. Alright, <laughs> so if
1: anyone has any ideas, let me know. Yeah. Uh, we'll read those at the I end I like of the show. bulls. I think that's
3: the best one. That'll the Set message. Set yours for six o'clock and let it go. <laughs> and then they go, go to five thirty. And, and then you go to by. five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you was want four <laughs> thirty? <laughs> that was sponsored by, this by the making the of movie. a movie here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a little like uh, Groundhog Day with it starts with the alarm going off every morning. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys get up the first time the alarm goes off? I don't I set do. an alarm. I you never set an alarm either. Really? Yeah. No, I just, when you, when when you get, get older, <laughs> that's old people stuff right there. My parents used to do that. I would be in awe. My, my, my dad. Like,
4: wait, what? My dad does it, and I'll be like, in, in, it's Jedi mind tricks. He's like, yeah, um, you know, I'm, re- I'm retired now, so I just what? wake up at the same time every yeah. day.
2: Why do you have to get up a certain time to get the kids it's to Get the kids on the bus. Yeah. I, I only gets got kids one kid, morning. and, like, I take—I drive my son to school most mornings. And he doesn't have to be there. He could be there. Like you could drop him off as early as eight, but you could drop him off as late as eight thirty. Class doesn't. You know? Oh, my so. kids catch the bus at seven. Yeah, I don't. I'm not messing with that. We're up at. We're but up I usually six, get up six, between 15. six thirty and seven most mornings. Every once in a while, I'll sleep later. But then I just drive him. You know, whatever. I One thing
0: no that's strange is when I used to have to catch early morning flights, like like early when I have to. Yeah, get up I'll set alarm for that. Yeah, for something like that. Well, too. for that, or like if I'm doing the morning show and I have to get up at four. Like, I am so psyched out going to bed because I'm afraid I'm going to sleep through the alarm. Yeah. I get up, like, five minutes before the
3: alarm every yeah. time. It's to, like yeah. you train
0: your brain to get and, – and, and it's And weird. the older
3: you get, that's how it works. Yes. Yeah. And trust me, I used to tell people I'll never be that guy. I right. will
2: always need an alarm clock. And then yeah. I don't I've know said, what age. Yeah, you know,
3: I, at some point, I just started waking up whether I wanted wow. to or not. I almost never set yet.
2: an alarm, and when I do, I almost always wake up before it. So. Listen,
3: I got
4: I got five alarms. I got regular alarms. I got yeah.
2: alarms on the watch. I got Phone
4: a, watch. I got a wife. Like she, check, <laughs> if, if she, she, if I, if I don't show up somewhere, she calls to make sure I didn't die. Yeah. Like that's so. True. Yeah. My we alarm, know that my alarm game is, is on
1: point.
0: There's my alarms. <laughs> six, six oh three, six oh six, six twelve, six
3: fifteen. Oh my god. Set for every day. I, every day I turn those things on. Every now, day. Now, are you really getting? 180 seconds of sleep between those things going off. I mean, well, then they have like their
0: own that they they go off again. Like I have an alarm going off every minute and a half. I don't get out of bed till probably 6:20, but I have an alarm set for six. So what's 600? the point of
2: setting the alarm for so early? I would early fight if you, you don't Jason. Get out, <laughs> the so He anyway. likes to ease into work. <laughs> I, yeah, he I likes
0: to ease into. But her. then, but then, I, like then it's a fire
3: drill because my daughter, I'm like, yo, you got to get up right now, <laughs> I'm yanking her out of bed. And there's nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. Your heart rate goes from like 55 to 100, like this. Yeah, yeah. The second you your feet hit the floor. All right, let's do Bull's bet of the day. What do we
1: have? It is, and it's brought to us by Bet Rivers. Hey, Ohio. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every <coughs> single game. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. When you use deposit code Sports, you'll receive a second chance bet up to five hundred dollars. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey. To help you win big, check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And today, Bull, your special bet. Is a doozy.
2: Ooh, this is a big one. Miami at Toledo over 156. Why? I should be happy. There we go. Let's get get to the happy one. Where's the happy me? Hey, there I am. Uh, Toledo...
5: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: They've hit the over in seven of their last eight home games. Seems like a no-brainer, Right? Yeah, but Miami's got great defense. Do they? One of the top
3: in the MAC. Do they? Who the hell knows? You I'm telling you.
2: No, I have no, no idea. The trend will continue over one fifty six. They've scored at least one fifty seven in seven of the last eight home games in Toledo. Okay. And there you
3: go. I think you should have done some Mac research or some Miami research on the Miami
2: team. likes to score.
3: Did you guys notice some yeah. of the scores in the NBA last night? Well, I know we're, talking we're pushing about 275 points in a lot of these games. Well, that's
0: what they want. They want more. And I more know offense. they do. I know. The line on the Cavs last night, a feudor and I were talking about this, was 14 and a
2: half.
3: Yeah, which seems like 15. It went up to 15. It didn't go up to 15. I think it's just because San Antonio has been They're terrible. terrible. They're Awful. terrible. Yeah. By the way, how's how's Pop as a coach now? Hey, you gotta have talent, man. Like, and that's it. Like that's it. And so you know, so often we tend to anoint these coaches. Or bury them. I agree. And it's in the roster. Yeah. I mean, that's 100%. 85% of it. You, yeah, coach can make a difference here and there, particularly in playoff series. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not saying he's not a great coach. What I'm saying is if you give him a pile of trash, he's going to lose 13 Cezanne. in a row or whatever the hell it credit, is. his credit,
0: Pop for years said that. Yeah. For years said, well, I got Tim Duncan, and Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker, yeah. and David Robinson. Makes me a great coach. Yeah, I look like a great and coach. And also,
2: to his credit, sorry to cut you off, oh, you're but good. a lot of other veteran coaches... Would just leave. Yes. The team got this. 1,000%. Yes. He yes. has it. He has stuck it out. Yep. Doc Rivers. Doc jumped from right, Boston right, right. right away.
4: Well, I will say he's. he's <laughs> Phil Jackson. He's John Jackson. He's the that's, yeah. that's why I've been pointing that out for months. Yeah. As soon as Rivers retired, he jumped. He took over for, well, I think it was Bob Hill or something. Yes. Yeah. He took over for Bob, Bob Hill. Hill. But he had already had Duncan. Good pull, G. Yeah, that, that was, was a I, good I'll pull. Get that, You know, I'd be, be I'm in my time machine again. The YouTube yeah. time machine does me well. I was looking at David Robinson. That was 74 25 games. years ago. Yeah, uh, they got Pop, and then they drafted Tim Duncan. That was luck, right? They was like, okay, David Robinson hurt a year. They got Tim Duncan. They started off winning. But Tony Parker wasn't that good when he came in. Tony well, Parker, Parker and Ginobili were both second round picks. Low they, they picks. They was low picks. He developed him. Yeah. They got Kawhi Leonard. They developed him. So, he developed three whole of Famers, like, back to back to back to back.
2: Did you see the, the question uh, that uh, – it was actually Spencer Davies, who I'm sure you know, who, yeah. who covers the Cavs. He used to work at the radio station with yeah, us. Yep. Uh, he actually asked a really interesting question to Popovich before the game about, like, what do you consider success, like, now, like, as a coach now? And Popovich gave a very interesting answer, and he talked about, like, the fact that it was so different when he was coaching those stars – and he talked about how practice now is almost, he's conducting his practices like it's a high school team. Like they're wow. working on setting picks and doing all these things because he's got all these young players.
1: Uh,
2: and man. again, once again, I, I don't, he didn't have a great game yesterday, but the the kid from Ohio State, Malachi Branham. I can't yeah, he him.
3: has been putting together he's some numbers. A, he
2: looks like he's a decent player. And he gave him
3: that
4: work. I was watching yeah. on the sideline. Pop gave him, I don't know what he did. Pop went crazy on this man. Like he was. <clears throat> You know he get when you start acting it out, and Pop was so mad he couldn't look at him in the eye. He was looking at the ground. I'm like, he's gonna have a stroke. I was like, oh, he'll be good. You know,
3: Pop likes you if he cusses you out. Yeah. yeah 96 they times draft again. a certain caliber and a mental. They they they're they're looking at the mind yeah. a lot like Belichick has done in <clears throat> in yeah. New England, and if he sees a pile of clay there that he can mold. Yeah, That's the Parker and Ginobili thing. That's how they work. Now, he doesn't have the two twin superstars that are going nuts, but uh, it it will be interesting to see how long he stays there and what he does with this iteration of the Spurs. Well, they're tanking for Victor. Yeah, they want, they want, they want the, the, and listen, that can change life in a hurry. Absolutely. I mean, if there's a year to tank and this is a year to, now you still don't,
2: it doesn't guarantee you, but it gives you a better chance. What's the percentage chance, even if you have the worst record? Uh, You you have the highest percentage chance. Yeah, 25. That's not that high, though.
3: No, but it worked Still for the Cavs. Twelve. It worked for the Cavs. Yeah, I hear you. You know? They got Mobley. Um, we're going to talk about and understand that we're doing this because we're two days out of football season. So we've got a lot of exercises that we're going to do between now and next August, or this August, that you know probably aren't the smartest things to do. But we got to fill time. It's uh, fun. <laughs> and, and, I don't think it's about filling time, Jay. It's fun. Yeah. It's, and, I, but I you know what? what? There's Why? always the jerk that's like, "Oh, stop trying to tell us what's going to happen right, now." Right.
2: We're well, that's what sports talk is. Time. That's what we're doing. Yeah.
3: You know, we're, I mean. we're filling a lot of space. It's like, I think I've told you guys this every year. Todd McShay would go nuts. The day after the draft was over, ESPN would have him do his mock for the next year. Right. Which, I like that. And, yeah. and, and Todd's like, are you kidding me? Right. Like are that. you?" And this is exactly what but, this is. And at least they mock themselves, ESPN, because they call yeah. it ESPN's way too early power rankings. Right. Browns come in at number 19 and they are last in the AFC North. They're behind Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. The teams around them, I I mean, I can't complain about this. This is basically the reverse draft order, if you look at it. Because all they're going on is what they saw last year. You don't know what free agent signings are going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen in the draft. They have the Browns 19. Bull, you start. Too high, too low, just right.
2: No, I think it's just right. I mean, you could argue they could be ahead of Washington or whatever but I mean they're in the right neck of the woods if I went through it one through 32 I might have them one or two spots further ahead or maybe one spot below but I think basically they're in the right spot you know everybody said well the changes the teams are going to change so much well are they I mean they're going to change some but the core of these teams for the most part are going to stay the same Jay how many roster spots flip eight to ten max? on the Browns
3: well annual on average per yeah, that's probably better yeah. Right. And how it's many of those are, are
2: key key differences? Yeah, but there's
5: internal gro-
0: there's internal growth. Sure, from players sure. And, and there's but, guys that come in that. But inter- I don't think have it's coaching
3: changes, which we've obviously had a big
2: one. Right. Yeah. But I, I just think in the end, um, the core of who the, the the Browns are one again, they're one of the hardest teams to grade because you just at this point have no idea what Deshaun Watson is going to be. Right. If obviously if he gets back to being the player he was in Houston or maybe even better then yeah, the Browns could be a top 10 team. If he plays like he did last year, they're going to suck. Yeah. It's that simple.
0: Yeah. It's, I think they should be fourth in division. There's no reason to put them anywhere else. Yeah. What have they done to prove that? I guess you
2: could argue Pittsburgh, maybe, but that's it. That's I, I you wouldn't even argue.
0: Yeah, I, and I wouldn't even argue that. I think yeah. they're fine being fourth. I'd probably bump them a little bit higher than what they are. If you look at the teams around. Now, it's hard. I mean, they lost the Patriots and they lost to the Jets, so it's hard to make the case. But I look at the quarterback situation. Did they beat Washington? They, they did beat Washington. Washington. They're ahead of the
2: Jets, though. They're ahead right. of the
0: Jets. Right, yeah, right, but I'm saying like all those teams right there, beat the Jets.
2: they
1: beat yeah. the
0: they beat the Jets or they lost the Jets. They're ahead of the Jets. They right. lost to the Patriots. They're below. I would move them above those three teams, 17, 18, and 20. I'd at least get them higher than that because I like their quarterback situation better than what New England has, better than what uh, the Jets have. But we're nitpicking. We're splitting yeah. hairs at that point. But
3: no, overall, can really, you know, do you, look at that and say, oh, they're way off. Right, on this. right. Do you have
4: the Do you have the the, the rankings below
3: them?
1: I can pull it up for you real quick. Yeah, it's
3: Washington 20.
2: Washington,
1: no, Washington. Washington. Jets, 18. 18. 18. So
3: the Jets were 20. What Jets 20? And the Patriots were above them. 17. 17. Here,
1: here's how it goes uh, around the Browns. You have the Packers at 16, Patriots 17, Commanders 18, Browns 19, Jets 20, Raiders 21, Rams 22, Panthers 23, Titans 24, Buccaneers 25, Falcons 26, Broncos, 27, Saints, 28, Bears, 29, Colts, 30, Cardinals, 31, yeah. and the Texans, thirty. I mean,
2: I, I think you could make a case for them being ahead of the Patriots or Washington. I also think you could make a case for, believe it or not, the Rams, if Matthew Stafford is healthy. What you mean? And the Jets being ahead of the Browns, too. I, I Rams, I think you can, Saints. Uh, well, who's playing quarterback for the Saints? Right. He, it well, didn't matter last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they beat well, but I'm, not, I, I'm not. I'm not going to make all they my decisions Watson. based on one game from last year when I mean, it was 30 below. Yeah,
0: I, which I mean, should have benefited Cleveland, not New Orleans. Yeah, I mean they should have won that game. And if the joke who catches the ball in the end zone, they, we're having a completely different conversation.
4: I, I don't like them better than the Buccaneers.
2: No, have, Kyle I mean,
1: Trask is the quarterback. Nah, the for the Buc- Buccaneers.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Right now we don't have no idea who their quarterback's going to be.
1: I'm surprised the Broncos are Trask. that low.
2: I mean, the Broncos are 27. That, that at was 27? the
1: one thing that
3: stuck out to Ooh. me too, Jason. Who? Wow, the Broncos yeah. at the 27. Bron- like, it's a- look at the Cardinals. The, look at the amount of money they've spent in the last two years yeah, on a coach but, who's now on vacation. Yeah. And on a quarterback who is yeah. Baker Mayfield Jr. Uh, yeah.
2: They still haven't hired a coach yet. Apparently, it's going to be. I uh, thought
1: they, they – didn't we kind of determine that you No, the, you Colts, told the me. Colts hired the Colts. offensive Colts, yeah, the coordinator. Colts. The Cardinals are down to Sean Gannon, <laughs> Cleveland native – or Cleveland ties – Eagle not subject, Sean Jordan, Gannon, or, John Gannon. Uh, Jonathan. Or, Jonathan. John, John Gannett, excuse me, or and Lou or Anarumo. Anarumo, please
2: yes. do not hire Lou Anarumo, please, please. hire Lou Anarumo, here. <laughs> <Please. laughs>
3: I will go to Cincinnati and help pack his truck, yeah, I think we much. all will, except for yeah. ball,
4: yeah, I will, I won't do it, but I'll, I'll bring my brother, but I
3: think the Browns are in
4: the
2: right spot, what do you guys think,
4: uh, I, I, I could have him lower, I told him, I told myself I was not going to do this, and I'm holding myself accountable. I drank too much Kool-Aid last year.
2: Yeah, still
0: got belly ache. My you're going stomach Bubble my, guts. You yeah, got bubble guts yeah, from all that I Kool-Aid. Was the,
4: I was I was trying to get here. I was on the toilet during the <laughs> morning call. No, you're not getting me. They should be around 25. Ooh, oh come on! Wow. 25. Nah. There, you know why? Too that's too low. 25 is a nice nice little spot. You know why? Because I'm looking at these other teams and I can't put you over nobody you lost to. Right? Like, I, I just can't that. say that. Now look. I'm looking down there, and I'm looking with, with the quarterback situation. I don't, I don't think they're gonna be able to fix these holes, man. These holes are very di- disturbing. You look at the defensive line room; they don't have enough money. We talk about the Cavs cap room and the Indy or the Guardians cap. The Browns cap ain't like that. Ethan poachers I don't know if they're going. They talk about well, we might figure out. No, Ethan Poaches is gonna get a deal on the market. You need to probably sign him back. When you gave Conklin the money, I'm like, okay, well, now, for sure, it does not look like you're getting a high-priced defensive tackle. They might have to do some one-year gaps to fill in a defensive line. Maybe you get a Fletcher Cox,
2: maybe, but he might want $14, 15000000 a year. Gee, they still won seven games with Jacoby Brissett, who played better than expected, mm-hmm. and Deshaun Watson being awful. So, ultimately, we could talk, we could nitpick these other areas, and they do need to improve, no doubt, but if – it's all the difference between the Browns and all the other teams ranked 17 and below, is the, the the Browns quarterback has more upside than any of those teams by a lot. So I will say the
4: price of tea in China, <laughs> that, yeah. that works. But yeah, the price of tea in China changed from yesterday to today. When I I put a post up and said, not only does Deshaun Watson have to be better, yeah, he has to be better than he was in Houston, because when he was in Houston, that was four and what. 12. Well, that was one year. The two okay. years before that, they won double-digit games. When they was in the playoffs, they was up how many points against Patrick Mahomes? Right. He came right on back. He got to not just be Houston good. These other dudes ain't got better. Burrow's better. Allen's better. All these dudes is better. Hey, listen, even even, even kid in, in Jacksonville, the level Lawrence is better. He not only has to come out, he got to play to a level because when he was playing like that, wasn't no guy, wasn't no guy named Jalen Hurts. It wasn't none of those guys. he got to play better than he did in Houston. Now, I don't know if that's possible. Uh, if he plays better than he does in Houston, maybe you
2: don't need as much I, help. I think he played great in Houston, and if he plays to that level, they will be, be competitive. competitive. They'll, They'll be, be fine. fine. I, I um, like you
3: guys, I, I'm not going to go as low as 25. I, if I was going to move them, I would move them down, not up. That's how I approach this. And I think the reason is If we had seen Deshaun for three games last year and he struggled, I would be okay with that. But we saw him for six games and I never saw anything resembling what we saw in Houston, not even close. Were there moments where maybe if I squinted and looked funny at the TV, maybe I saw a glimpse here or there. But Baker Mayfield went to the Rams and in his first game with two days, Looked like a world beater. And then the next week he came back out and looked like Baker Mayfield. One of the things that's really disturbing to me is if you take Baker's numbers from two seasons ago, I think they were 17 and 13, 17 touchdowns, 13 picks. If you add Brissette and Watson's numbers together, they're essentially the exact same numbers as Baker Mayfield's. So to your point, G., He can't just be what he was in Houston, but I'm not even seeing him approaching what he was in Houston. So we need this Herculean leap. If we're going to talk about a playoff team next year, and I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm saying right now, if I have a hundred chips, I'm putting 60 on him, never being that guy again. And I'm going to hedge my bet with 40 thinking that maybe he can, you know, Time and space away from this scandal. Work his ass off this offseason. To your point, are you living with the head coach right now? I want them spending eight hours a day together during the offseason, brainstorming, watching Andy Reid. Hey, can we do this? Is there a twist maybe that you can come up with on that? And we'll find out because you can't hide hard work.
2: Right. No. Yeah, I, I, so we'll I see. look at the chances of Deshaun Watson getting back to the player he was is much higher than 40%. How many chips
3: of your 100 are you putting in that he's back to that guy? I would put 85. Wow, you're really
0: confident. Yes. Jay? 70. 65 to
4: 70.
3: Me, it's a 50-50 progress. It's 50-50. He has I, suddenly become the uh, the pessimist. By September, he'll have them at 14 <laughs> wins. Yeah, yeah. Remember? 50, you guys 50. remember when we talked about touchdown catches? Yeah. Amari Cooper, he's like, oh, he's he going to have 20.
2: And Joku, oh, he
3: got 10 easy. And Joku,
4: I had about 12, 14 touchdowns. <laughs> Kareem Hunt's numbers was ridiculous. I was kind of close on Amari Cooper, but I will say this too, though, it takes a little bit of time to develop that. When I, when I was watching Joe Burrow in, in, the, in against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and they ran that little out and up in between double coverage, bracket coverage, and he threw it up there, and Jamar Chase went up and oh, got yeah. it. He just knew that. He just knew he was throwing that. I said, um, "Amari Cooper." And he's Dollar, not doing that. He's not doing that. Um, they don't. They not even on that same platform.
0: And that's to the talent upgrade that the Browns have to do. This, and we all know that. And to your point about. Jacoby and Watson equals Baker well I would say yeah because they were running a similar system they didn't really get to overhaul the system
3: I I know but what I'm saying you're right same system but what I'm saying is who in their right mind would have said that Jacoby's 11
2: right plus Deshaun Deshaun's six would equal 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 Baker's 14. but Jacoby played better than Baker did the year before. Right. So so you yeah. would think that they would blow those numbers out of the water, he, and they didn't. But here's the thing. The 30,000-foot
0: view, and I've said this before, they threw a grenade into the entire franchise in March, and it impacted everything. Yeah. And is that excuse maybe a fourth down call you didn't like? No. But the overall – trying to get ready for the season. They were trying to get two quarterbacks ready at the same time in training camp. They didn't have the OTA preparation with Deshaun, just because of everything hanging over the franchise. Right. They didn't, it, it affected training camp. It affected the preseason. It impacted everything and they couldn't, and the last six weeks suddenly throw out the playbook and come in with a brand-new playbook. Now they can, and I fully expect them to. I think Kevin and Deshaun are going to do exactly what you said. I, I think Deshaun is spending a lot of time you here. You get a sense that they yeah, are? Yeah, this 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 entire this, this offseason. He's not going to be here all the time, but I think he's going to be here quite a bit. That's so important. And I think him and Kevin together are going to put the playbook together of what do you like? You like this? Great. You don't like this? Okay, here's another one. Do you like this one? And I think together, they're going to work together. And I do think you're going to see talent grades. Maybe we see two new receivers next year. I think you're going to see talent upgrade on the offensive side of the ball. And I think the offensive
2: side will look vastly different than what we've seen the last few years. And there's so many ways. We've talked about this before. The cap is basically a myth there's always ways around it there's always ways to push money down the line
0: eventually you have to pay the eventually. bill eventually but
2: they're not at that
0: point but not eventually even close you to that do have point. to pay the bill they're not yeah. close
2: they have they're not even at the cap they still have cap space mm-hmm. it's not like they're in, they're not in the great cap shape they bid in the past cuz right. they had no good players i don't think the they
0: cap i don't think the cap is a myth in the nfl but it certainly isn't what it's the a, nba
3: it's is it's not a hard right. line and right. there is some things there are some things you can do to manipulate it and, to, to your point, sort of push off paying the piper down yeah. the road. They
2: have over $20 million in cap space. They're probably, they could move on from John Johnson, which would sell, save them a lot of money. They're, I would assume they're going to renegotiate with Amari Cooper and restructure his if deal. If he's willing, he already renegotiated once. Right, right but is he willing to do that? If he's not losing money, if it's just being but restructured, he, did, why, would, why would his care? agent
3: is saying, "Wait, you're telling me my guy had the kind of season last year that he needs to
2: renegotiate?" Yeah. No, 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 no. But nobody's saying he's going to lose money. Just you restructure it to push the money forward. Maybe they extend his contract. And just, you know, you know what I'm saying, spread out the money over right. more years. Am
4: I am I am I getting am I am I crazy guys that I, the more this season goes through the offseason, yeah, that I just keep looking at I'm not saying, man, we, we might need a it's the receiver. I don't know why I keep looking at I'm a D tackle. I'm we were terrible up front. But when I keep watching the playoff games, I don't know why. These receivers just p- spot. We watched the Super Bowl, and I'm like, man. I think, though, that internally
0: they want an upgrade. They know they need an upgrade. When I watch,
3: and you guys are going to look at me like I'm crazy right now because I was not for the Njoku contract. I wasn't. I thought they overpaid him. They did. I I still think that for what they paid him, even though we got more production for him, they didn't get dollar-for-dollar value. No. No. Take that into account, what I'm about to say. When I watch Travis Kelsey, and I look at him and say, okay, what is he doing That makes him the GOAT. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything that we couldn't get out of Njoku, who is more physically gifted runs as well. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, Kelsey's he's a probably, real enigma to me. Probably Maybe faster, it's yeah. Mahomes. I don't know. Well, Mahomes certainly is a
0: big part of it. And but I also my think, God. I think it's some of the consistency factor with the Joku. Yeah, you're right. He drops
2: too he, many easy balls. Yeah. Travis Kelsey never drops a ball. No, the he Joku's, doesn't. Look at and the
0: I, catch he had in the Super Bowl where he was like yeah. six inches off And the, off the His, his catch better. radius is insane. Yeah. The
2: Joku's improved. Travis Kelsey runs perfect routes. Plus... He's been playing with Mahomes for five years. And that yeah. makes a big difference. They yeah. share a brain, it essentially. Makes a big, they they big don't big even the way, look at one another. Travis Kelsey's physical gifts and athleticism are way underrated. They are, but
3: I still, when I look at Njoku and I look at what he can do and the phys- if you put the two of them side by side and you didn't know anything about them and you just looked at them, he's like, <laughs> give me this guy. I mean, right. he passes the look test yeah. with an A+.
0: But, wait. Travis Kelsey would never drop the catch in the end zone against
3: the Saints. Never. So I want him catching 150 balls on the jugs machine every single day in the offseason. But
2: I agree. I've been saying for a while. I think wide receiver is the most important thing. But this idea that we got to choose between wide receiver and defensive tackle. There's plenty. You know, the whole. You can you can upgrade both areas. It's okay. You you need to do both. Yeah. And and
4: here's and I I never really thought I would come to this because I'm I'm more of a talent guy. I'm more like okay if you got talent you win. I just think they need to, to be around each other. They need to be, like, I wouldn't, all of them, The you know, Amari Cooper and Joku. You mean should, like bonding, team yes, bonding? They need to be practicing, then going to eat, then going to go read books together, then going to hang out, and then do it all over again. They need to be, like, old school, remember the Titans, Titans. That's, for me, I just, I see these other teams, and these other teams, when they get down, they don't quit. Like, the Browns, they get down. We, You made a comment. The Browns will uh, have a uh, uh, holding penalty on first down. <laughs> That's the end of the drive. This, the That's end of the You know they're punting. It's chalking up. They might even get a, a loss of three on the next <laughs> play, so you know they're putting. Mm. It's just, like, I don't see that with other teams, and I think it, it's just, like, you know, it, they need that person to be like, come on, bro, we got it. Like
2: come They come need a leader, it And, and they, it's interesting, because Kevin Savansky's got to know that his job is on the line this year. He knows. Doesn't yeah, he? Jason? So I think they all feel it. Yeah, yeah they have they've to. Got, it's got to be turned around. I mean, you this can't is move on four. You can't move on from Deshaun Watson. You're no. locked into his contract. Just like so just Deshaun like Watson Arizona. can't turn it around. Uh, the reason the Broncos coach got fired after one year is because they spent a lot of money on Russell Wilson. and He sucked. Even yeah. Nick
4: Chubb. I never thought I'd see. Him. He tweeted, hey, "I'm tired of this." I'm, no, he didn't say I'm tired of this. He said, "I'm tired of watching." Like during the Super Bowl, which is so crazy because
3: like, man, I feel you too, Nick Chubb. I'm tired of watching these teams yeah.
4: play.
2: Especially
3: when you know you're the best at your or one of the best at your positions. It has to be so frustrating for Miles Garrett, too. Uh, watching all sure. these guys get the – it's one thing to get accolades in the 17 during the regular season. But everybody's watching every snap of every playoff game. They're, they're staggered. You can yeah, watch right. everything. Yeah. And if you're a guy like Chubb or Garrett, it should piss you off. To the point, I hadn't seen that until you just brought that up. I, I hadn't either. But you know what? I love that. I, we need him to be a warrior on those sidelines because they'll listen to
1: him.
0: Uh, one of the columns I was going to write for this week, I haven't read it yet, was the fact that this organization already pissed away Joe Thomas's career. Yep. You've did. got three more that could be going to the Hall of Fame, and Betonio, Miles Garrett, and Nick Chubb, you can't piss them away either because yeah. that was one, uh, one surrounded by nothing. You have three on one team who could go. And all three, what an I believe indictment. I believe all three will have legitimate cases. As long as I they agree. stay healthy. How could you have yeah. three guys, three Hall of Famers on one team, and you can't even make the playoffs? Well, that we, is...
3: I mean, I think Garrett and uh, Garrett's the most likely yes. to go. And but I'd I say think Betonio's Chub, the you next give most, most likely. two or three more seasons at this level, which is certainly doable the way he takes care of himself. I think he's a, a very, very solid lock. And yesterday we said Batonio's. Four-time All-Pro or five?
1: Uh, five-time All-Pro. Yeah, like, guys,
3: that's, right. that's it. Yeah. That when you're a five-time All-Pro, that you pretty much lock it.
0: Yeah. And I think so all three right. of them have a legitimate case. Are they locks? No. no, I don't think. Yeah, but. But I think all three have it's legitimate. Likely,
3: it's more likely than not that they all three go in. And to your point, I was, I was, angry when I read, the Haslam's comments about Joe Thomas. We're, we're so proud of him. You didn't do right by him. It's, you know, I know he didn't play his whole career under them, but right. the fact that he never saw a snap in the playoffs is an indictment of your ownership. And don't let that happen to three more guys. I
0: think Joe has said on the record, like, the tanking destroyed his career. Destro- the last two years, the one in 31, oh. destroyed his career. It Absolutely. just destroyed him.
4: That almost, that almost that, 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 I think that, that almost destroyed half the Browns fan base. Like, do you remember like that feeling that when the games used to come? Oh, over, what a low and, and, and point! And I was
0: covering the NBA. I didn't,
3: I, I didn't Look, have to worry but you about. You were
4: it. aware of what was going it, on, yeah. and
3: you lived here, so you know Jay, yeah. it
4: was like you knew they had no chance of winning. None. It was like, like really?
3: <laughs> and you turned on every. I would week. turn the game on, and I would say, "So how are they going to blow it this week? <laughs> right. You didn't. It wasn't. Are they going to win or lose? How are they going to lose? How are they going to find a now, new, heartbreaking way to they're lose? They're better
2: now, but we're still saying that. We're still we kind are. of
3: expecting it to go wrong. In, in the games that could have gone either way last year, the Browns lost the majority of those games. Yes. Until they get to, because I think 60 to 70% of every team's game are winnable with one or two plays flipped. Of course. So until they set a winning culture – and find a way to win 75 percent of those close games instead of losing them. Yeah, that's the difference of success and failure. Well, and the league. winning
2: culture is set by the quarterback,
3: really. And I, it, yeah, it is. I, I think I think the Bengals right. had no winning culture until uh, Joe Burrow got well, there. Well, he's the guy that single-handedly changed it, but I also believe. Like, they've got the right coach in that building in but Cincinnati. They, but he would have been fired. If Joe he Burrow had been a bust, have. he would
2: have been fired. But a
3: quarterback alone to do that is really difficult. I
0: don't know. A quarterback goes. What do we say about well, Mahomes in the Super Bowl? If Watson they have the ball do that last, in Houston. if they have the ball last, they're going to win the game.
4: Yes. 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 You just Allen, knew it. You knew it. turned him around.
3: Same thing. But, but Buffalo got the coach right too. McDermott's and I do nice. like you know, Sean McDermott. I, I think, I you know, I'm McDermott. not saying the quarterback the isn't the is biggest off the biggest piece. On Sean McDermott. The quarterback That's is probably like the biggest piece, but I think that you also need other things going for you? you. Of course. And the coach to me is the, is the teacher. He's the one setting the temperature in the room. And then the GM is sort of the principal. And it all has to work in conjunction with one another. And you weren't here yesterday, and I want to get your take on this. Just in the course of our conversation, somebody that covers the league and has for a long time told me this was a number of years ago. Yeah. I think it was even before Stefanski, in fairness to Kevin. But when I was trying to drill down, you know, he's been around a lot of winning organizations too. And I said, give me the biggest difference, the differences, and I'll sum it up in the nutshell. He said, in Cleveland, everybody's got their hands on a rope, on a piece of the rope but they're not all on the same side. There's a lot of working against one another. 100%. He said that he believed that Jimmy Haslam set a culture of the survivor. You know, the CBS show Survivor. Yep. yep. That he almost intentionally set up that culture to see who's going to win. So he had the GM pitted against the coach, pitted yeah. against an analytics guy. And this this reporter told me in, in Pittsburgh and in Dallas when they had success and in, in, in New England, Every guy had their hand on the rope because they knew that there were 31 teams that had their hand on the other side of the rope. Right. So they were all working together. And he said, in Cleveland, they're tearing apart from inside.
0: I'll disagree with the fact that he was doing it intentionally. I don't think he was doing it intentionally. I think he didn't know, and he was asking too many people for their advice. I mean, we've heard stories of, and I probably should be saying this because we, we've heard stories of them talking to coaching candidates in the interview and asking, what should we do? like, and this is pre Kevin, like this is years ago, but this is him trying to feel his way around and figure out what to do. And, And I don't think that it was intentionally, we're gonna put these guys against each other and see who wins. I think it was, I don't know what to do. What do you think? What should we do? And then go to this guy, I don't know what to do. What do you think? What should we do? And so now you've got a direct pipeline to the owner and and now you think you've got sway with the owner, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's it's too many yeah, voices. I do anybody was
2: purposely. One
3: of the lines yeah. that, that that I heard was that it's it was always a fight for Jimmy's ear. 100 percent true. And yes. I I just I just don't think you're ever going to win that way. And I
0: I do think that this setup is structured better than what they've had in the past. You do because you had the analytics guy with the football guy, <laughs> and they were not getting along. And right. I mean, we've heard stories of. Podesta and his crew getting thrown out of meetings when John was here, you know, saying right. like, Dorsey. like, yeah, when Dor- like Depot <laughs> and Paul, you can stay the rest of you out. And like, there was always this clash of, of styles and of beliefs. I think most of that is gone. I think that they do finally have, they're all on the same page and they all see it the same way. Now you can argue they're looking at the wrong page. If you want to argue that go right ahead. I'm just telling you, I think they finally all see it the same way, which has never been the case yeah. here before.
2: Okay, and right. it's fascinating. Important,
0: and it's fascinating to me now. I'm sure you guys probably talked about this yesterday. Now they want to get in the NBA. Now the Haslams are going after. Yeah, you. we weren't nuts yeah, about right. that. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? I think it's two things. I think it's one. So, like you and I, like we can make money in real estate, right? Like that's where you go to make money. When you have billions. You make money in in pro sports, sure. Because there's they are recession proof. They always go up in value. If you can afford to get in on that, it never goes down. It only goes up. So that's up. what they're looking to do. I think it's an investment. Number one is that's a big piece. And number two, I think that they eventually want majority control of a team. I'm not saying Milwaukee. We've talked about this before. This is how you get majority of control. You get in the fraternity. You get approved. You get a minority share. And then when the team opens up, you go. We saw it with the the Phoenix guy was going to buy this Bucks share. And then the Suns became available, and he just went right to the Suns. Because he wanted the whole thing. He wanted the whole thing. You don't have a
3: voice in the room when you're
0: a 25% owner. you do not. Now, now the Bucks have some – it's really strange where they – the The board of governor seat rotates among the owners. It's it's a really strange setup that I've never really. It's so, almost
3: the Packers do so, something similar. Yeah, don't but they? this
0: is like between the Eden's family and, and Lazarus piece, and like Lazarus sits for a year on the board of gov. It's really strange. So the Haslams will have more input, I think, than most minority. NBA owners, but I can't see them as wanting just a minority stake, knowing how minority ownership (laughs) works. They want want to be in control. They're the
3: majority owner of the crew. Yes, they are. Maybe the only
0: owners. I think they are. And this is step one. And I think whether it's Milwaukee or elsewhere, they are trying. They're going to be now in position to pivot and
3: take a team. Well, maybe they'll focus less on Cleveland and and not screw it up as much. To that point, Jay,
2: do you think that Jimmy has backed off at all? No. He's still as big a meddler as he's ever been.
0: Yes. I don't think, I don't think he's backed off in terms of, no. His involvement. No. That's which continues
2: to be a negative for the team.
0: Yeah, I think he's like, they are huge sports well, fans and they're invested. When
3: you're Jerry Jones and Dan Snyder and even Jimmy, your ego's too big to pull back. They're thinking in their mind, wait, I know more than all these guys. Why would I pull back?
2: Yeah, business. You have to
3: know what you don't know.
2: There's plenty of owners that don't do that. Right, you're right.
3: right. But this personality type, (sighs) I don't think he's ever gonna do it either. Did you say disc
4: personality? You you might take disc assessments with your personalities or anything? Hmm. You you don't know what a disc analysis is? Oh, is that like the the P-E-R or whatever? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, McNuggets, I don't know which one you are, but you can, you know, go ahead and start with your read.
1: No, we got to get, get a read in here. Didi pushed her interview back to later in the show. Yeah, I wonder. So we're we're going to throw a curveball and we're going to kind of mix up. No new topics, but this next one's brought to us by BetJack. The time has arrived, Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is live in Ohio. Download the BetJack app today so you'll be ready to go in on all the action. BetJack, it is Ohio's sports book. I put this in the chat yesterday in the rundown. We're going to do this last. We're going to do this now in the 15 minutes before Darren Smith joins us, but... A week ago to the day, LeBron became the NBA's all-time scoring leader. And eventually, Mm -hmm. when he retires, there will be a statue built of him, most likely outside of Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And I got in this conversation with Anthony and Earl and some friends over the weekend. (laughs) What do you guys think the moment that will be encapsulated by this statue will be? Or what should it be?
2: I think it's the block from the... the, I know that's not what he's most known for, Right, but I think that's the most iconic moment the block On the court. that led to them winning the championship Jay do you got have any ideas
0: I think it's a I think it's for a statue purposes Yeah I think it's a it's the Tomahawk dunk I yeah. think it's okay. I think it's this got- I think there's a way to memorialize the block and other ways, and I think they'll do more after he retires. I think there's other ways to do that because that is the most iconic moment, certainly in Cleveland. But his overall career, I just think for a statue purposes, it. it's a I think
3: they did too. Well, you got it. absolutely the powder. Toss. Oh, the powder. The toss. powder. But yeah. the back right. Yeah. Like the pow- and if you could do some iron powder in the No, so, so I thought about that too. But how about this? At the top of he's going like this. At the very top of his head, there's a very small hole, and there's a back door to the statue. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to fill the statue with powder. Wow. So then, what happens is you guy. there's a button on the statue. You push it, and it, there's a 10-second delay. So you get 10 seconds to get into position wow. to make your selfie picture. This dude. And then all of a sudden... It's like the Bellagio fountains. A huge puff of powder goes up into the air. <laughs> but
0: then the statue's covered in powder. I it
3: will be, but that's okay. LeBron <laughs> was covered in powder sometimes, too.
4: I ain't going to lie. He be having some good-ass ideas, bro. <laughs> like, he'll take he'll take your idea and then throw that little cherry on top and be like, damn it, I had it. I had an 89. You I got you imagine how plus. cool that would be?
3: That'd be if, you, cold. If, if you could take a picture That'd be of LeBron going like that, and there's actually and, powder in the picture, that, I, I, I said the only thing
4: better is that you got to make somebody put a quarter in them for the making them to happen. Like,
3: <laughs> quarter. So here's another thing too, because that's that's my number one. Yeah,
4: I like is the that,
1: powder. That team. was, when, but when I told you if you guys didn't that's say cold. it, Anthony had the right answer. That was what Anthony. said. Oh, that's oh, what. Yeah, his yeah, was yeah. Anthony, Anthony was spot on. So
3: I like Bulls though, and so here's another marketing ploy around that. We're going to rename the pavilion between Progressive and Rocket Mortgage The Block. It's going to be called The Block because mm-hmm. it's square. Oh, goodness. And we're going to have statue of LeBron and The Block. That's going to be the centerpiece of that pavilion space. But there's also other iconic moments in Cavs history, LeBron James' career, and in specifically the 2016 series. You could make that, like the Indians have their sort of garden of statues and the Yankees have their monument park. You could actually put other statues and other pieces in that block.
4: Come on, Kyrie. Stop being bad, bro. Yeah, come on back. Stop being bad. Just don't say nothing for four years. (laughs) Because we we got the block pavilion. then We got the shot pavilion. Yeah, I'm seeing all kind of sliders and all kind of you just pulling up. How about a
2: a statue of Jr. throwing soup on somebody? (laughs) This guy. Just, just, Chicken tortilla.
1: <laughs> Jay, J.R. Your, will this, have his shirt on. This off. is your best idea yet. And I do think Jr. should be immortalized with the soup-throwing statue. There should be the block. The powder is yeah. the right thing. Kyrie's shot. There has to be some other stuff that You're get to Thompson, Thompson doing.
2: LeBron yelling at Kevin Love, maybe?
1: <laughs> well, there's a lot of those. There's a lot of ideas you could do, but I do think for the
3: statue. I mean, no, there's never been like an interactive statue like ever. that that I can think of. ever, And – you know, now granted, somebody once a week is going to have to go pump powder into the back of this statue,
4: and they're going to have to wipe that
3: wipe that boy down. Yeah, well, it's you know what? Mother Here's Nature, the other Jay. thing. It just rains. Here's the powder. other thing. Inside the statue, there's an air compressor hose, and <laughs> so when they when they put the powder in it, they just pull that air compressor hose out and.
2: <laughs> you know what they should do at beautiful. the Guardians Park this is, is put a statue of Chris Perez and his dog smoking pot. <laughs> And and Trevor Bauer working on a drone. Yeah, that's right. And throwing the ball. Throwing the, the, ball, the
3: ball. ball. Yeah. You, you see, this is why this is
4: nothing gonna happen. They
3: don't be
0: disgracing the best run team in this
2: town. <laughs> see, They've had like, their
4: little moments, but
2: that is by hey, far the best y'all organization had Joe in no town. I don't got no problems with the Guardians. I don't say nothing bad about them. No, y'all. I love the Guardians, but it's really much making fun of Chris Perez. Yeah. 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 His dog's name the Order Pot. That was great. You <laughs> funny.
1: Wait, wait, what's that story? I don't, I'm not familiar Oh, with
2: that. yeah, that's before your time. Google he, he, um, and the Their
0: clothes are back in the day. I had
3: ordered pot and delivered to his house, but it was addressed to his dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. Not the smart. I'm sure he was high when he did it. That sucks. <laughs> hey, man. It's a tough look. I, I'm going to send this to my
2: dog. <laughs> the For dog a, ate my homework. Speaking of pot, the we dog ordered my dog. Josh Gordon and Berea smoking a joint. <laughs> yep. We got Peyton Hillis in a secret agent uniform. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, Is Pink no. okay, by the way? Has yes. he recovered? He's doing yes. better.
1: Yes. He's doing He's doing much better, yeah. Right. Put Billy out of the ICU. Billy Manziel, definitely.
2: There. Floating on a, on a duck. Should there be a statue duck? of the, <laughs>
1: the homeless man who told Jimmy? That's right. To draft yeah, to yeah. him. Yeah, I They're think he gets
2: He gets immortalized. We have Baker running for the police.
3: <laughs> man.
1: That was a global problem. You know,
3: there are enough vacant spaces open downtown. Someone could do a wax museum. Oh yeah! But it's a parody of all the terrible Cleveland sports <laughs> moments. So you know you could just do wax figures yeah. of Ernest Byner and the football coming out. Yep. And all of our other tragedies. Red, right 88. Jose Mesa. Red, right 88. Uh,
2: Brandon Weeden getting stuck under, under the, the flag. flag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's That's amazing. I would spend ten block, bucks to go through that. That actually, a flag should be the roof, so it's just shaded at all times, <laughs> and there's just a giant Brandon in under there. Oh my Poor God! Poor
3: Brandon Whedon. Yeah, oh we've had some moments, God. haven't we? Yeah, yeah been, with our yeah. Cleveland sports teams. It's the best. All best. right, so Cavs, get on that. We want yeah. that statue with powder coming out, and the uh, that that is his iconic pose. Yeah, like if you really think about yeah. the picture of LeBron, it is the you know. I'm trying to think like the Shaq. It's the dunk in LA. Dirk's the it's fadeaway. In, they
1: just unveil, unveiled. Dirk's the fadeaway. That's, just, and that's appropriate. I it's just, a great. It's a great looking statue. Yeah. Very good looking statue. I
0: think. I still think it's gonna be a tomahawk dunk. But I can't complain if it's the. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: The powder. Is, is it? Is it
1: cool. MJ the iconic? MJ pose. Yeah. yeah the, the, I think it is. The, yeah. the, 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 yeah. the Jumpman, dunk. isn't it? Like, I think it's the Jumpman logo. Yeah. 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 I think that's what it is. And Kareem's the skyhook Appropriate.
5: If you wanna know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: Staples, they they've Magic got like, is the no look pass. I don't know if it's no but look it yep. should be. They've got like should 10 be. statues outside
0: Staples. What's Bird. I don't know. Incredible.
3: incredible. Yeah. What is Bird? That's Bird a would probably be.
1: Jacking up just off a off shot three jump shot. Yeah yeah. yeah. Larry, Larry Bird is, is Larry Bird taking a jump shot from behind his head. Yeah, I just saw offensive. I just
0: saw a clip the other day of a game. I don't remember this. Larry shoot, shot played an entire game shooting left-handed. Yes. And scored yes. like 40 because he said he was saving his right hand for the Lakers. And <laughs> That's then they crazy. Beat, and then they beat the Lakers. That's crazy. As well, like two nights later. Oh, my God. I, I, it just was circulated a couple days ago. And it's like all the clips of him shooting jump shots
3: left-handed, layups left-handed, played the entire game left-handed because he said <laughs> he was saving story. his right uh, hand on that for the topic. Lakers. Uh, Larry Bird. For me, he was always the most unexpected superstar Absolutely. ever. Yes. Because even yeah. guys, the culture of the NBA at that point was the superstars were all your athletes. They were it was they were a certain mold. And then this dude, this the hick from, from French lick comes out there and you watch him. And it looks like he's warming up in combat boots. His feet are heavy. He'd be the last dude picked in a pickup game. He would <laughs> the last dude. And then picked. the game starts, and you're like, "Wait, what? <laughs> he, he just told that guy what he was going to do, and he did it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I don't know that there's a, been another player in sports that was a more unlikely superstar, like top ten in his game.
1: Jason, before you answer that, Tom Brady. He was I, a just, I pick. just found. Yeah,
3: but
2: Brady looks he, he didn't coming
1: he did out of his, college. No naked especially with yeah. that shirt oh okay so i just looked up that left-handed game yeah it's even crazier than i remembered he finished the game with 47 points 14 rebounds 11 assists according to the box score or according to the, the indie star who went back and did a full article on that he scored 20 points left-handed all from within 10 feet. He made three three-pointers, two with his left hand, one with his right. Oh my but the God. critical 15-footer late in regulation to send it to overtime was right-handed. Mm. So when it mattered, he went back to yeah, his right he, hand. He yeah. went back to yeah. the money. He did score but over you know 30 points left-handed, though. What's great about that is the defend the, whoever
3: was defending him wasn't sure what he was going <laughs> to do at the end of the game. Is he going to go with his Who right? Who were
1: they playing against? They beat the Portland Trail Blazers 120-119 to 119 in overtime, and his quote, as Jay said, or as Jason said, I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers. Y'all aren't nothing. <laughs> that
0: is. So- That's amazing. What? Imagine a- if somebody said that today. Oh, oh,
2: and then he and, goes. And his smack talk for 47. was. The best. He was elite. Ask anyone. He was yep. elite. Well, we know it's, it's a smack, smack talker because for some reason on Twitter there's an athletic article from like a year ago about Larry Bird's trash talking that keeps popping up on everybody's time. Oh, that's, so, that's how good. good we are. Didn't
3: he say at the three-point shooting contest, he walked in and said, which one of you guys <laughs> is the <laughs> <in> second? second. <laughs> he didn't even take out his warm-up. He, he shot right. his warm-up. <laughs> Who was fighting for second place? What a, and you know what? He was a product of just ridiculous hard work. Uh-huh. You know, I can picture him at 11 on a dust bowl somewhere in French Lick with, no with, with one light bulb hanging outside and just standing there with no net, yep. just draining them yep. one after another, chasing his own rebounds. Yep. yep. And just, you know, a product of somebody that wanted it so badly. I'm sure he had a million people along the way say, Larry, it's not going to happen. Right. It is not going to happen. And there's
0: also some people that God just reached down and touched them and <laughs> yeah. gave them abilities that, not, like him and Steph, I don't care how many threes you shoot in your drive, it's going to help. But at some point, it's just natural ability to put that ball in the basket. Yeah, that, you're right. Larry, I do not have.
1: My neighbor growing up, massive NBA fan. He's a huge Celtics fan, so he's a little biased. But he swears Larry Bird was the best basketball player he had ever seen. And he's like, I know Michael won more. I know people were more athletic. But as far as yeah. pure basketball goes, all encapsulating. And maybe LeBron, I haven't talked to him in a while. Maybe LeBron has since surpassed him. Right. But he would die on the hill that Larry Bird was the single best basketball player he ever saw. It's a and shame. I didn't watch Larry great, Live, yeah. so I, have no, I can't compare it,
0: Back problems cut his career short. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. Especially they did. toward did. the end. And that end. was a
3: shame, too, because
0: yeah. he should have had another. It Not only did it erode his last couple of years, he should have had three or, I don't remember how old he was when he retired, but he should have had another three or four years after that. He's an
3: interesting guy, too, man. He uh, you know, when he, he initially went to Indiana, mm-hmm. and he and Bobby Knight were like oil and water. Yep. And uh, he transferred to Indiana State. And... Play with a bunch I was of bums. really young then. I was like 10 or 11 years old. But I remember my dad who followed college basketball very closely and, and knew of Larry's legend already, even though it was nowhere near what it became. Right. But he said if there's a guy who could take an absolutely obscure school like Indiana State and put them on the map, this is the guy. Now, I don't think he would have predicted that they were going to make it to the NCAA championship game but it was just insane how throwing one player into the mix yep. just
0: changed know, everything. That was
3: it. Yep. He was also a hell of a coach and GM. Like yeah.
4: like he, I'm it,
3: surprised he didn't stick with one of them
0: longer. I just don't think – I think he just lost – I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, most
3: superstar players like that – don't have the patience to be a coach. I know magic when he tried it came out and said, I just, I, I, I don't relate to these guys. All they're interested in, this was early phone days. Yeah. He's like, all they want to do is stare at their phones. I don't have time for that. When
0: Byron was here, he told a great story of magic taking Vlady Divac's phone and throwing it against the wall because he couldn't get his attention. He was so enraged. He just grabbed it and threw it against wow. the wall and broke it. And they just don't <clears throat> that those, those elite transcendent players that come, the game comes easier to them. And they just don't have the patience with, with some of these other people. But Larry was a great head coach and a great GM.
2: Yeah. There's, very, there's very few great players in any sport, especially recently, since the money has gotten big, yeah. that, are, that are great coaches. Well, I think I mean, partly y- your point, the money, Yeah. It, the, the commitment
3: time-wise that it takes, particularly in the NFL, but in all sports, they're all working their tails off. They're all set financially. I'm sure yeah. Magic was like, wait a minute, how much am I making to do this? And I, I just made that in two days at my movie theaters. Yep. I don't need this, right. I'm gone. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So it is tough to, it's gonna have to be somebody who's super competitive and isn't doing it for the money. They're doing it to scratch that itch of trying to win something.
2: Well, some speaking of winning, the Chiefs won. Darren Smith's probably excited about that.
5: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.